It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the movie. It is Christmas time. The studio is semi-decorated. You're about to get some garland. It's about as decorated as it should be on the first week of December. Yeah, and slowly and slowly, yeah. we'll add more and more decorations. You have like a small little Santa behind you. Oh my god, I didn't even see that. It's terrifying. That I know. is actually really, <laughs> really scary. They can't see it. <laughs> no, they can't see it. I don't think it. they can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, he has a gun. <laughs> he has a gun, three bottles of wine. He's going to fuck shit up. And a sled. Yeah. Um, and you, behind yourself, have... A lot of candy canes. I have candy canes made by Monica Duong. Um, oh, nice. Hit her up. I will put her link in the description. She's been, uh, she's a local artist here in Benicia. Uh, ASA, she's baby. She's making a lot of stuff. That's right. Art saves all. It is, uh, I'm excited, dude. It's the holidays and you've been waiting for this, right? I have. And it's a good thing that I didn't kill myself yet. <laughs> you were getting very close to it after Halloween. Oh, and like, yes. You were at the <laughs> precipice of just like. Well, watching all those scary horror films, I was like, oh, it doesn't look that hard. No, oh, and it was difficult, especially doing Hereditary. I was like, after most of those movies, they come back. So, you know, there's always a sequel <laughs> or some shit. So I should come back for my sequel. Um, for Hereditary, no sequel. The worst ending ever. I was explaining to my family at Thanksgiving mm. that Hereditary is the single scariest movie in my life. Uh, and they're like, well, what makes it so scary? And I explained to them because they're older. It was, um, I was like, you know how you felt when Psycho first came out and just ruined yeah. horror mil- That's what this is for our generation. Like, it's just yes. the absolute scariest thing you could ever think of. Uh, and then it's like a mystery until the very end. But, 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 mm. we're not talking about Halloween anymore. How dare no. you make me speak of such scary things in the I'm month of sorry. December? I was trying to cheer you up because it's the favorite time of year. Krampus is maybe the only thing we could talk about in December. Yeah, Krampus is scary. I don't, I'm not a fan of Krampus. That's Krampus. We could do that. Um, I, I have a European dad. Okay. Since we're in December, I want to just talk about this real quick. And my dad's from the Netherlands. And in mm. the Netherlands, Santa, or um, Saint Nick, as they call him, has a little, um, like, uh, partner, little, like, Igor. Oh, that he's goes a sidekick? Yeah, it's called Swat the Pete. Uh, and he's um, what? A, a, a black man, not an African-American. Like, he is covered in soot uh, and is the color of darkness. Um, and, in fact, a lot of people are like, this is, like, a horrible racist caricature. It's blackface. But it's like, no, 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 he's actually not black. He's actually Spanish. He's actually a Moor, which could still actually be pretty problematic. But uh, he's the reason why Dutch kids put their shoes out outside, uh, and he carries a stick and beats the bad kids and puts candy in the good kids' shoes. Wait, Dutch kids for Christmas, they put their shoes outside and waiting for... It's like, for basically, the their stockings. Yeah. So Swat the Pete is the guy that comes out when St. Nick is too busy because he has to do too well, many Saint, runs? Well, St. Nick is doing gifts. Swat the Pete is the one going down the chimney, covering himself in soot, mm. and beating the children to death. This is terrifying. I hope this tradition... I love scary Christmas from Europe. Yeah, it's but... because is... they still have, like, the pagan Christmas parts of it. You know what I mean? This is to scare the kids to be good kids For so sure. that, like, you don't get beat in the America, shit out of by And him? in America, we have just, like, a really omnipotent pervert who just mm-hmm. watches you while you sleep and knows when you're good and listens to every word you say. And actually, Santa disgusts me. Um, I think if you look at it from that perspective, that's more of an internal issue. You can choose to be happy and just understand that there's a general spreading of cheer. General spreading. Yep. Uh, and well, I have something to talk about my therapist then because <laughs> I have some major problems. Bring with that Santa up. Claus. But it is uh, the holiday season, y'all. Do, do, do. And it's time that we watch some Christmas movies. And we start off pretty strong by watching a new, fresh movie from yeah. Netflix. Yes. Um, do you want to tell the baddies what we watched? We watched. Love Hard, Hard. which I kind of feel like this movie was written about seven years ago. 
I could get that. I think that it was written right when dating apps became, uh, or like when catfishing became a, a well-known thing. Yeah, right. Because like I was, I was watching. I was like, this kind of seems like it's not. It's very like modern because you can tell by the actors that they've picked and all the things that they've done. They're all very up-and-coming mm-hmm. uh, stars. Um, but also like before we get too far, because I don't want to make this episode sad at all. Kind of like an underlying tone of racism throughout the whole movie. Um, or is it like like expand ugly, on that ugliism? Because like the whole idea was. Spoilers. The whole idea was like she thinks she's meeting this really beautiful man, white man, mm-hmm. but then he ends up being like a small Asian man. Uh, and then I think it's uglyism. I think specifically Jimmy O. Yang is such an odd looking guy. I don't think he's that odd looking. No, I mean, but he like leans into it because that's how he gets roles, right? He's the weird he's... Asian guy from Silicon Valley. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but I don't think it's racism because did you see how tall and handsome his brother was, Owen? The guy from Glee. Yes. 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 And then, yes. like, even well, the he's gr- an asshole in his own right. And the grandma was cool with like a pixie cut, and like, uh, uh, she has her own dating app and all of that stuff. She's on Flirt Alert. Uh, she's not on Flirt Alert. It's called what did I call it earlier? It was like Gray, gray play. play. Gray Play. But I'm pretty Disgusting. sure at the end when she shows him the messaging, it's yeah. the pink and dark pink color coordinated. So I'm, I, I think maybe she might have switched to Flirt Alert. Onto Flirt Alert. So she's going for them youngins. You've never been on a dating app. No. By the time we started dating, uh, Melissa's in the studio, yeah. by the way. By the time we started dating, um, dating apps weren't really no. that big of a thing. Um, I, I have spent a, a, a number of attempts on dating apps. Not now, because I'm very uh, in a happy relationship. Um, Karen's sitting right here with a gun to my head, so I have to say that. Um, um, say something. Fucking say it. I love you. Um, um, but I, I have spent plenty of time on the Bumbles, on the mm-hmm. Tinders. Um, the I did grinders. a couple. Of, no, 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 none of the Grinders. <laughs> I did find. I did have a friend show me a guy on Grinder who does look exactly like me. Oh, there's a gay version of you. To the point where when he showed me the picture, my stomach dropped a little bit because I thought it was a picture of me. Get him on the podcast. I want Gay well, Alejandro on the podcast. I don't know if I can find Gay Alejandro, but I can find Chris who met Gay Alejandro. Incredible. Yeah, we'll yeah. get him on. Um, dating apps are hard. I bet. I mean, I, like, if if there's any truth to this movie in regards to dating apps, like, I don't know how often people get catfished nowadays. I, I don't either, but I can tell you what is true about this movie what? is I had Tinder about four separate times, maybe a total of 12 months altogether. I never got one hit on Tinder. Man, it's that Not tough? one. I got more play on Bumble and Coffee Meets Bagel because Ooh. I'm a nice guy. Coffee meets bagels for the people like I really actually want to get to know you. Tinder's like I'm just trying to go to Pound Town, right? Honestly, they're not as pretty on Coffee Meets Bagel, but they're better class of people. Mm, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And then I met my girl through Instagram, so it's like you don't even really need these things. So. <laughs> you, met, you, you met your girl through school. And okay, she yeah, second grade, yes, yeah. Came, yeah, she came back slid around. into your DMs. Well, she slides. Um, shall we do the itty bitty? Let's do it. We watched a movie called Love Hard. It was released in the year. Bente bente uno. Oh, I love, love it. Bente uno. It's like a nice, like, uh, Madrid Spanish, you know what I mean? The it's bees sexy. sound like bees, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> that's a runtime <laughs> of an hour and 45 minutes, or 105 minutes, Melissa, since you're here. Um, it, it, it's it's a, a bit of a slog for me. It was know, not for me. Yeah, I know you loved it. Again, like I said before we started recording, this is not a movie I probably would have watched anymore. I would watch this by myself, easily. I, Karen did watch this uh, without me, like a couple of weeks ago. She watched it while I was at work. Did she like it? Because her thing was like, oh, Alex isn't going to watch this movie. Uh, so then I say, oh, we're going to watch Love Hard. And she's like, are you really? And I was like, yeah. And like, I, 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 
it's a it's a, it's a palatable movie. It's what you expect. It's a rom com, and I'm just not in rom com mood for the last four years. So, man, I'm in the rom com mood specifically with that Christmas sprinkle, you know. And that's yes. I need to preface though. I was pretty drunk when I watched this, oh, and and as was I. Ah, and it made it that much better for it me. It makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of need to be kind of drunk. What this movie does for me, um. And we'll finish this off, but I love, I always love I'll the underdog off, stories. Worry. You Don't finish me off. Stay away from me, sir. Uh, but let's finish <laughs> this off now. <laughs> you like underdog stories. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie Underdog? No. Oh, it's about a dog superhero. He's the underdog. He always saves the day. Anyways, um, um, it has a rating of 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.3 on the International Movie Database of America, uh, and it also has a 42% on Meet a Critic. Mm. I'm sorry, Metacritic. Um it has a Google rating. <laughs> Would you like to guess the Google user? I'm going to say it was okay. I'm going to say like 81%. 86%. 86. Okay, 86%. I'm glad people are liking it. It's, it is it is just run-of-the-mill enough yeah. and not hallmarky enough to be bad, Yeah. but just rom-com enough to be the good kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. it's a good kind of bad. It's the good kind it was of TVMA, right? Oh, uh, our producer just texted me, Juliet. I'm in the middle of something. We got to get her back in the studio. Uh, Synapse is coming at you. Right at you. Very long, so buckle in. After meeting her perfect match on a dating app, an LA writer learns she's been catfished when she finds three thousand mi- when she flies three thousand miles to surprise him for Christmas. Is that it? I think you said it was. Bu- you said buckle up. It's gonna be really long. I was waiting for it. Three thousand miles. It's a long. Okay. You recently took a 3,000-mile flight? Yeah, but like this was completely planned. I'm going to say Natalie, the main character in this movie, messed up oh. because don't surprise some dude you've never met for they're, Christmas. They're both incredibly flawed, and yes. that's the one thing that I love about this movie is by the end of it, they point that out as well. Yeah. Because like, sometimes in rom-coms or something, they always just like, oh, no, it's okay because like he loves her. And it's like, no, he's standing outside our room at night. She yeah. already said no to him. She doesn't want to be with him, but because he's so dedicated, like he showed up at night. That makes it okay. It's a major problem, actually. Yeah, like they're he and he points it out. He says, like, you're the one that showed up here unexpectedly yeah. to meet a guy you've never met. And now you're pretending to do so. How is that any different than what I did? Right? right? They're both extremely flawed. Um, but yeah, they do point it out, and I like that. Because uh, she has like that speech at the end. She's just like, uh, when she's writing her paper at the very end, and she's just like what I've realized is that I'm too busy focusing on other people's flaws when that the flaws is just on the inside. You want yeah, okay? In the first scene, yeah, they say that to her. They're like, you know what? You've been on all these dates and it's not working. You know what the common denominator is? You. you. And they, she's like, nah. In the very beginning, they told us that. She thinks she's hot shit. She's so cocky. She honestly looked better with her kiwi. Um, <laughs> oh, rash. she looked so scary. That actually was the funniest <laughs> scene because she turns around and she's. We'll get there. So I don't know anybody's name except for Jimmy O. Yang. What was his name again? Jimmy O. Oh, Yang. Josh. No, no, no. Oh. His character's name is Josh. I thought you just <laughs> wanted me to say it one more time for what? you. Wait, what did you just say? What is his name? <laughs> Repeat yourself. Um, I, I know their names. <laughs> Josh and... Owen's the older brother. We have Natalie, who's the main girl. Fantastic. Uh, June's the grandma. And we got Tag, who's the cool Ooh, guy. Tag is the cool guy. Also, n- not a real name. No. Although, as I'm saying that, I do realize I do know one person named Tag. We all yeah, know we, uh, a person named Tag. So. It's the same person. Yeah, it's, not, it's not him. Probably just as like... He's also a good-looking guy, but um, this guy, the guy that played Tag... He is a good-looking guy. Yeah, I, I mean, he's conventionally good-looking. Yes, I will give you that. He looks like the dude from Entourage a little bit. I think his 
the the friend is a little bit hotter actually. Which friend? Um, the one that just got out of jail, Eric. E Rock. E Rock. <laughs> you thought you thought he was the good. I thought E Rock should be the guy that she's going after. Um, um, so what's her name? Lauren? Larry? Natalie. Natalie? Yeah. Woof. Whoa. Uh, so Natalie's uh, a rampant dater. Uh, and it's not just because she's a whore. That has She's not at all. She actually is writing articles about each bad date for her job. She works for like some media company that capitalizes so on sh- her mishaps. Oh, yeah. yeah, a social media company. But it's called Soch. It legit is? Yeah. Wow, so cool. <laughs> uh, it actually kind of is. That's actually kind of <laughs> a cool name. Um, I kind of feel bad for all the guys, though. Right? Oh, I mean... In that, oh, that she dates with? Yeah. yeah it's she's the just same tough. idea as uh, Failure to Launch or... Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. Except, I feel bad for the guys. Yeah. This is Christmas, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I have a question. Or How so, to Gain a Guy. Once she, like, matches with Josh, mm-hmm. once she thinks that Josh looks like Tag still, and they start talking on the phone, Jimmy O. Yang oh, has a thick enough Asian accent to the point, like, where you're talking on the phone with this guy for two weeks, how do you not know he's a catfish? It, it's not even... And this might show my hand a little bit but it's for me i knew it was immediate immediately jimmy o yang yeah because like i've heard his stand-up before and i've seen him like do shows and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. immediately i was like oh i wish i didn't know that he was in this movie and then we probably wouldn't be able to tell just right? like i didn't want to know the hulk was in thor ragnarok but they put it in all the trailers spoiled and spoiled it yeah. for you okay. and then now in spider-man they're not showing me the other spider-man in the trailers and i'm just as pissed <laughs> well let's hope let's hope they're still in those movies i man. really don't think they are I'm going to say yes, and I'm ready to be disappointed. As we're getting closer and closer, I'm believing less and less. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Well, well it's December, so it'll come out now. Yeah. Uh, she's met matches with Josh, and I will say there is a real shot of adrenaline and excitement you get when you match with somebody on one of these apps. Because ooh, tell me more, please. I don't know. Because for me, at least, it is such a crash and burn so many times. I'm not very good at um, social media, anyways. Yeah. And then to make a whole social media about me, like talking myself up yeah. and like having to pick my best pictures and things like that and so like i, I inherently you can see why there's I a legit strategy it. behind yeah. it yeah i have a picture of a dog so that they know you're, you're caring but you're well, outdoors this is jumping a little bit but when uh when they do finally meet and jimmy o yang shows his original profile pictures it is so he's like an axe he's <laughs> an axe and it's, it's just like he like, shows us that i'm outdoorsy i'm a i'm a man right and then <laughs> he has a monkey wrench in front of a toilet and it looks like he's just taking a shit in that picture. <laughs> and then the last one is, of course, him holding just like a big, thick rope. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> he's just holding items is all it is. She sees that he, Josh, yes. quote unquote Josh, is loves all things outdoors, mm-hmm. which I love how that came back. He, yeah. um, I don't remember any of the other stuff on his profile. No, I don't remember it either. But, but they connect on a lot of levels. They, yeah. They both agree that Die Hard is the best Christmas movie, which. Yeah, it comes up it's later. It's okay. I think they should. <laughs> Remind me about the Die Hard thing later. Okay, I'll do um, They watch movies together. I mean, and again, we've talked about this in the past, and there's no reason to bring it up now, but I, I long distance relationships, those are all things you do. Watch yeah. movies, start at the same time, drink beer together, and mm-hmm. just fall asleep on the phone, just make it, you make it work. Yes. Uh, and then he is right, though. He's like, oh, I wish you were here for Christmas. That is just something you say. Like, yeah. Like, the, the fact that she flew out there is the biggest red flag of everything. It shows that you are completely irrational. Well, part of it is because she wants to prove, like, her boss wrong. I was just gonna say, and also like her boss is like, well, you gotta, you need to give me a story. Yes, and then like her, also her, her uh, friend. Hang on, her bike riding, shake weight doing, scolding <laughs> boss, who's like double shake weighting, <laughs> and is like, 
Yeah, I need a better story from you. Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah, he's so ridiculous. He's, the, he's yeah, yeah. And again, shake weights. I think this movie is about seven years old. That's pretty aged. I don't think anyone uses shake weights anymore. I don't think anymore. you can buy a shake weight anymore. Yeah, so he had that seven years ago. Just <laughs> sitting on it. Well, just holding he's it. He's crazy too because later on he also flies out. He's just like, I had to see the shit show for myself. Well, because he saw the announcement on Facebook. Okay, crazy. Okay, let's keep talking about yeah, the movie yeah, because yeah, it gets yeah, crazier. Yeah. There's a there it's just one thing and another. It's like a comedy. It's like they just keep one upping each other mm-hmm. every single time. And then it does pick up when she finally gets to Lake Placid and it's like this Beautiful. shitty airport and she just she shows loses up at her the luggage. Door. Yeah. She loses her luggage. She goes and meets E Rock. E Rock's also the Uber and Lyft driver and luggage collector <laughs> and you know he's the he's the everything in the store. And also store. like a pot dealer there because he gives her like a big ass joint. Yeah, and he's like, give this to Josh. Tell him uh, E Rock says hi. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. And she's like, uh, all right. And then she shows up at the door and she's like, I'm looking for Josh. And she's sitting down with the family and it's the moment of truth. And this is where it was great. I think I was watching this with Melissa. She was still awake when we, when we were watching nice. this. Nice. And you see. Jimmy O. Yang walking in slow motion and to watch her reaction. She's like closing her eyes like. <gasps> yeah, like, oh, my God. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's Jimmy O. Yang. Like I said, a goofy Which, looking motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> You're really defensive no, he, over him. He is. He is. But I am also a weird looking Asian on these dating ap- a- apes. <laughs> I'm into dating apes now. <laughs> that's uh, that's cool. That's cool. Similar to dating apps, but a lot more fruit. Um, mm. um. So Jimmy O. Yang shows up. He is not Josh. Yeah. She's devastated. Yes. Uh, and she does the one thing that I, the most reasonable thing that anybody would do in this situation. She leaves, right? Goes to the closest bar. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And who should walk into the bar? Of course, Tag. Tag. Who she hasn't met yet, but is the man that Jimmy O. Yang was using as his lure mm-hmm. for the catfish. She's look, She's feeling real confident to the point like, and we hear when. No, uh, she's not. She's very nervous. Oh, is she? Right, because remember she called her intern and she's like, I can't believe this happened. Oh my That's god, right. he's right here. What should I do? Should I go say it? And she's and her intern is like, Well, we both have jobs on the line, so you better yeah. get your fucking shit together. But she feels like <laughs> confident to the point where she takes these two shots that she doesn't know has Kiwi at the time, and then she's like, I'm gonna do some ser- sexy karaoke for this guy. And like, I've, I don't know. I've been to many karaoke bars. No one is that aggressive. No one is standing up on your table, rubbing your friends like chests oh, and backs. Oh, she, she's wearing a skirt and opens her legs multiple times. Yes. Yeah. Um, you don't see anything, guys, so relax. But it, but it's very suggestive. I would be offended and like scared for her. Well, her face offended plenty of people. Her face looked Was like... Sw- swollen this big. Do you remember when um, Amanda Bynes... Would be like yes. in claymation. Yes, that's exactly what she looked like. She looked like ham on a Thanksgiving table that was like <laughs> partially touched. It was. She looked so. She looks like my toe. And so at first when she's singing, everybody's loving it because she's got her back turned to it. And then when she turns around, everybody's like, "Oh, oh my god, beautiful!" And then Tag is like, um, "Guys, be respectful. She clearly has something wrong with her." <laughs> and like I thought that was the funniest line. Yo, when she's like rubbing one of uh, Tag's friends like chest, he's about to vomit. He's like, "I am a Christian." <laughs> <laughs> and he gets up, she gets up on the table and she's still like shaking that thing and she looks at the mirror and that's when she freaks out. The tag's two friends. Mm-hmm. Did you hear their joke when we first introduced them? No. Because it's one of my favorite jokes. What is it? He goes, hey man, I just met a guy down, uh, I, I found a genie and uh, the genie gave me two wishes. He says, or one wish. He said, you can either have a bigger dick or have no memory. Yeah, that part. And the guy goes, well, which one did you pick? He goes, I can't remember. <laughs> the most like bro-y <laughs> joke. <laughs> and then so... 
She, I, I, you know what I thought that was gonna go because what? I thought it was gonna be really predictable. I thought you'd be saying to the dude, I didn't expect the face thing at all, but Jimmy O Yang was standing right behind him, mm-hmm. so I thought he was gonna do the idiot thing of being like, "Oh, she's singing to me," and like it was gonna perpetuate more. Mm-hmm. But no, I actually like that she runs out and he runs out after her, and and then saves her life essentially. I like that they make Jimmy O Yang like as easily you can make him a goofy, stupid character, but they made him. It made us understand why he had to make a fake profile, right? Obviously, I mean, I, I went through the exact same thing he did, and I never made a fake profile. Oh, like having like uh, only three matches on Flirt Alert. <laughs> I on, okay, honestly, the most I got matches on was on Bumble, and four of the three matches or three of the four matches that I got were people that I already knew. Whoa! So I'm not good at these things. I mean, it's difficult, like especially for I, him. Pretty he abrasive has, person too. Every time they introduce a new character that has to do with his life, he is. It's showing us more and more why. He, he is went in he that is. direction. He has this like six foot three older brother that's extremely handsome with like a, a successful job and like an attractive wife yep. that his parents love, right? They do. They do. I don't believe anything that his brother says or does, though. No, he's an asshole, man. Yeah. And also, why did he suddenly start liking Jimmy? Like, they don't explain that. Just like he hears the story from the boss and then as soon... He I, he gains everyone's respect by the end of the movie. Not mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that Jimmy O. Yang brought her to not the nearest hospital after she had her freak accident. No, no, no. That's 30 minutes away. <laughs> she brought, he brought her to a vet. <laughs> and, the, and the vet was like, hey, hang out as long as you want. There's uh, biscuits in the jar. So, you know. Biscuits in a jar under the tree. So you're all set to go. Also, do you have insurance? <laughs> is what they asked. <laughs> She's just like, I, I, don't, I don't. How do you feel about his candle making that we find out later? I really like it. I think he's making a mistake trying to double down on the men's business because i don't think men don't buy candles because they don't like the smells i think men don't buy candles yeah yeah i'm not trying to smell something that specific i do actually no i don't think he should make it for the men just like you said but i do like the fact that he's making it as specific as like this is the smell of grandpa and his grandpa of his grandpa specifically yeah, yeah. and so because your olfactory senses are so closely tied to your memories yeah. that like a whiff of like your old cologne can bring you back to the 10th grade every right? once in a while i still smell my high school girlfriend's perfume on a girl and i'm like whoa i didn't know they still made that and then just a rush of memories it's wild so it's- there's something there like i was telling melissa as we were watching i was like I'm so I'm like if he if the dad cries right now, well I, I will cry. He when we first find out about the candles, yeah. he tells her that like oh I don't tell my dad, and this is also when we first find out that he has a brother. Mm-hmm. He goes I've never told my dad about this because him and my brother would make fun of me for it. But the way that his dad like picks up the candle, it's like oh no, you just have everybody so misunderstood. His brother for sure would make fun of him, but yeah. his dad he had his dad so misunderstood because when he does finally show his dad his dad's like thank god because you suck at selling sports equipment his dad is so sweet his dad's awesome his dad is great his dad owns this like rei basically Uh, he owns all things outdoors that's what it is which brings us back to his original profile when he says i love all things outdoors yes he's not saying that he loves going out (laughs) he loves loves the store that he's not lying (laughs) and they're all at the dinner table and uh natalie's just trying to figure out what's going on and natalie was saying like so uh does he does josh uh get to go outside a lot does he travel a lot and his dad is like well if you count lunch trips to applebee's then he's always traveling and her reaction isn't mad about that she's just more mad about the fact that it's applebee's mm-hmm. she's, she's like, like oh mm-hmm. applebee's. which is a great restaurant my brother and his wife met there so don't be a dick we were literally just there last night <laughs> did you have a quesadilla burger 
Did not. I've had that before, but yesterday we had the flaming Hot Cheetos what? boneless wings. What? That's a thing. What? It'll hurt your heart because, like I said, I was drunk <laughs> eating these Hot Cheetos, and like I, I had such bad stomach oh, aches this morning. Man. Worth it. Melissa and I looked at each other uh, earlier today. We were like, we should have gotten... Uh, three orders of that. Or like a, a laxative to really get it out. I recently made the mistake of eating two meals of Velveeta cheese before Thanksgiving dinner. Just cheese? So it took me like, well, I mean, it was mac and cheese, but it was okay. Velveeta cheese. And uh, so <laughs> I ha I still haven't taken my Thanksgiving shit, and I'm actually really scared. You haven't yet? No, it's already Saturday. Oh, man. It's piling up in there. You realize that? I got a cork stuck. <laughs> okay, I let's need get, to see a doctor. Let's get back to the movie. Um, they do decide, though, to do the classic rom-com thing yeah. where he's like, hey, if you help me, I'll help you and everything will work out. And she's like, I'm not going to have sex with you. And he's like, that's not what I meant. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, I just want you to help me like meet girls and stuff like that, uh, which is really sad because he's got the personality already. No, not help me meet girls. I just want you to pretend to oh, be with me right. up until New Year's. No, until Christmas. Until Christmas, and yes. Then we, she's like, and then we can break up and then you can go and you won't have to worry about it. Because he's just trying to prove to his family, like, I'm... I'm enough. I'm good enough. Yeah, but he's not, though, because he keeps lying to them. Yes. And then this is eventually, obviously, like, one of the mantras of this movie is just be honest with yourself and, like, good will come, right? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> what did you think it was? I thought it was just lie, lie, lie until you convince your mark to also lie for you. So they're just not lying good enough. <laughs> I could teach them a thing or two about lying. Got it. We got Never this look movie on down. <laughs> Cover your mouth every time. I do like that they the small rom-com moments where... She's noticing like how much he does know her and care for her. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just like no, 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 no. She's vegetarian. Well, because she makes a remark of like, um, you don't even know me. Like I, I fell in love with somebody who's not you. Like you don't even know me. And he's like, no, that was me. All those laughs, all those conversations, that personality. That's really what he should have doubled down on. He's like, you fell in love with my personality. Mm -hmm. You never taught me, touched me, or like you know, you liked who I was on the inside. So for you to come out here is incredibly shallow and say like, oh, you're not the guy for me. And it's like, you can't even. I know, but I do like that he wasn't trying to get her. He wasn't, he understood that he made a mistake and he was just like, okay, let's make this deal and then you could be on your way because I understand that catfishing you is fucked up. He yes. wasn't trying to win her over ever. He was like, okay, I'll help you be with Tag, right? And I like that slowly and slowly, like when they, okay, uh, I want to talk about this part. When they start caroling, is probably my least favorite part because it's really? so overproduced. That's oh, the only thing. Because they're lip singing. Yeah, they're basically. If there was like, if they, if whoever was doing the audio made it sound like they were actually singing outside, and if it was like a little flawed, I would have been down. Yeah, you know how the only reason. Well, usually, I don't care because in movies they always pre-record the songs and stuff of like course. that. But the only time that I noticed it was when the brother mm -hmm. would turn around and say something. It was like at a whole different volume than yeah. his singing, and it wasn't like he was whispering. It was just like a different sound. A yeah, different recording. Completely different. So, yes, I do I do kind of see it was that. It's like a studio. So, like, that was a little cringe for me when Owen and them were singing and the dad was doing, like, a solid bass. He was doing a good job, actually. Uh, but, no, uh, Owen says he's off key. <laughs> oh, fucking asshole. That's your dad. Yeah, well. But when they start singing uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. He does a great modern version of it. Yeah, like, the fact that... He's changed Baby It's Cold Outside from, like, a rapist trying to keep a woman in his house to a man trying to get a woman out of his house yeah like hey you he now made the good. woman kind of the rapist actually yeah the woman's staying around for too long she's like i really can't go i have to stay how about another like, drink there's the door yeah. i called you an uber yeah. it is lemon Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> it's i put nothing in your drink you're good to go ma'am yeah yeah that was that was good that she, was that was good stuff and she really appreciated it because yeah. 
they once again they like uh, bring that back from earlier because she's in the car with E Rock who's driving her back home and it's playing she, Baby It's Cold Outside yeah. and she turns it off. She's just like, oh, that outdated 1930s rapey song. Well, and not only that, right at the height of her enjoying or liking or accepting Jimmy O Yang, yeah, um, Owen cannot stand that Jimmy's getting attention. Oh my gosh, I was getting so upset. Owen cannot stand. You can see him literally boiling. Yeah, he's just like, oh, well, well, guys, guess what? We have an announcement. You're gonna be grandparents. And of course, everybody shifts their attention now to them so mm-hmm. that he can give it back. But then Jimmy, do you think he should have done this? Uh, no, no, yeah. because his whole thing was like, oh, I hate when Owen does this. He does this all the time. Yeah. So his response is to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Two rights don't make a wrong, my friend. No. But three rights make a left. His justification was that Natalie, prior to caroling, was like, you should say something. You should do something about your brother. Stand up for yourself. Yes. Not take a knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so he straight up proposes to her. Grandma has uh, a ring ready to go. Well, it's her ring. Mm-hmm. It is her ring. Yeah. That's right. She Aunt Mason's like, give this one to her. And it's yeah, like, oh, I should get it resized or something. But no. No. Fits perfectly. Yeah. Somehow. Coincidentally. Does she wear that ring when she's on the date with Tag? No, she takes that shit off. I'm, at one point, she does like one of these things. I was like, I think she's wearing the ring. Whoa, that'd be fucked up. That's fucked up continuity on the studios. Uh, Netflix. Part. Yeah. Um, um, but then oh, it gets crazy when it shows up on the papers. Small town, right? Yeah. So immediately they do the... Well, hang on. Let's back up just two steps. Okay. So Jimmy agrees to help Natalie... Get Tag. He's yeah. like, because I know Tag. I've grown up with Tag. We used to be best friends in school. He's like, so I can help you kind of say no to Bergerac, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they actually end up meeting uh, because he comes into the store, all things outdoors, and Jimmy introduces him. But he introduces her as his cousin. Yeah. And even <laughs> even Tag's like, you guys are cousins? <laughs> can't see. You can't see it. It's like, oh, it's my stepmom. It's actually just a step cousin. And like that, that was a fun line. That's a good save, yeah. But... Because it is a small town and because they're getting married, of course they make the announcement in the town. And they have a full page spread yeah. of this wedding announcement. It's a big deal. And the best part is when they go around town stealing the newspapers. Love it. I love it. And I, that has to be so much fun. Oh, I would love to steal newspapers. They're like that newspaper boy. He's going to get fired, he right? Does, yeah, <laughs> I could see you in the car. <laughs> but that was one of the best scenes because they're in the backseat and she finally gets to see those weird profile pictures we talked about before. Yes, yes, yes. And she's like... You should just take normal pictures of yourself yeah. because, like, what I like about you, you have freakishly straight teeth. And he's like, I, I do. <laughs> five years of worth of, or five years of braces. Yeah, and uh, she was like, but the best part about you are your eyes. And I was like, wow, that's the most racist thing. That's fucked up, it Natalie. Is. Yes, <laughs> I hated that part. This whole movie made me cringe because, as a man who appears to be Asian, I get all of the flack and none of the goodness. <laughs> You get the you get a lot of the goodness for being racially ambiguous, dude. Yes, but that's difficult in this day and age. No one has ever complimented me on my eyes. They say I have puppy slanty. No one's ever complimented eyes. me on my eyes either, pal. <laughs> I've been told that my eyelashes go down, which is quote very weird. I've had somebody tell me once that like I've never noticed how small and beady your eyes get. And I once had somebody tell me like you know when you wear glasses, your eyes look normal, and when you don't wear glasses, that's normal because we've never seen you with glasses. Someone said to me. That when I don't wear glasses, I look like a panda without the black circles around its eyes. I, I think I might. I think you've sold that to me before, and I, I completely agree. I completely <laughs> agree. I didn't think I was super blind until I went to go see an eye doctor fairly recently, and they took my glasses off, and they're like, "Oh my god, these are thick!" And I was like, "Are, are, are they really?" I never thought about it. Um, 
Big slap to the face. Tag does ask Natalie out on a date. Yeah. And Tag loves to do outdoorsy things, mm-hmm. like hiking and rock climbing and things like that. So he invites her to go rock climbing. Yeah. And of course, she fakes it and is like, oh, yeah, I can rock climb. Let's go Let's go do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not do it, do the rock climbing. <laughs> and Jimmy is like, okay, well, let me teach you some of the things on how to rock climb. Jimmy is a great rock climber, Fantastic. by the way. He's really good. We don't see it up until she like gets up to the top and is scared to go down. We actually never see him climb. Right, because it always cuts like it, like he goes to grab the wall, yeah, and then it cuts, right. and then he's on top. So maybe he's not. Nah, yeah, maybe not. But he gets up there quick. So this is one point that I wanted to talk about real quick. They make a bunch of callbacks to Die Hard. Yeah, and then when he's helping her get off the top of the mountain or off of this fake rock climbing mountain, yeah, he's like, "Look, just walk backwards towards the edge," and he like almost does like a countdown, and and he essentially pushes her off. He was like, "Close your eyes, put on your AirPods, put on your favorite song, and just." You know, just, just calm let down. Let it go. Yeah. And it pushes her off. But if I was a director, you've seen Die Hard. Yeah. When Alan Rickman falls off the edge of the building or into the elevator shaft and dies, mm-hmm. have you heard the story about <gasps> that? Yeah. The director is like, okay, we're going to do it on three. One, two, and then they pushed him. Yeah. And so that's why his reaction is like, real. That, I wish he would have done, done that yes. rather than just saying one, two, three, if, and then doing if it. If he would have just been like, look, I'm going to, one, two, two, and then he pushes. If they had done it preemptively, a nice callback to die. Oh, that's good. The only thing I would have changed in this film. Real quick. And that I would have been Jimmy. <laughs> Real quick. I don't rock climb, but is that how you just rappel down? Like, is that a safe way? So. No, I, I was very confused. I've rock climbed very um, baseline, right? Because yeah. we had a rock climb goal at our middle school, and I did learn how to do like the stuff because I was in the rock climbing club or whatever the fuck it was. Um, so based on that rudimentary knowledge... She comes down like in like, you know, when you go to the state fair and they have the rock climbing wall, but it's like already connected and just like lets you down slowly. Yes. That's how she comes down. Because she lands on her feet flat. But the way that they're rock climbing, like they should have a belayer and there should be somebody down there being like, is she okay? Did she need <laughs> help getting down? She should have landed on her head. I think. No, I think she would have still been able to land on her feet, but it would have been a lot slower because somebody would be like. But it was pretty fast, huh? Oh, like Spider-Man. Yeah. And the tag was like impressed. And then eventually... Was he like, Tag's friend who was like, whoa, cool land. Way to stick... No, it was yeah, Tag. Yeah. He was like, way to stick the landing. Yes. Much like Spider-Man. Oh. I'm really excited for the Spider-Man tell, movie. I, I, I just can't get it out of my head. Um, and of course, they get a, a second date. Yes. Right? Except this time they're going to go to Tag's family's restaurant. Because it's such a small town. Even before that, I thought that was the bobsledding date. Right? Oh, that's right. And she's freaking out because they go on this like nice hike, which is chill for her. Which is... a. Bobsledding is a ridiculous thing to to do on a date. However, mm-hmm. you know why they're doing it? Why? Because Lake Placid was the place where they held the Winter Olympics in '88, oh, I believe. So when, it's a big deal to do that in Lake Placid. It is nice because what else are you gonna do with the bobsled tracks that you built for the Winter Olympics? <laughs> Can't use looks, them for anything else. It looked so scary. They were going fast. And that doesn't look like a thing I would want to do high either. Like yeah. she smokes a full joint before she goes on it by it, herself, and she doesn't look like she smokes that much. So her tolerance is no, low. I'd no. be freaking the fuck out. And then she's just like, "I'm riding high." And then if I heard that, I'd be like, "Are you stoned?" You're fucked up, right? Like, riding high is something you only say when Natalie, you're come home. for the first time. Yeah, no one says that. Real quick, I was talking to my mom about, because uh, my mom still doesn't understand marijuana. <laughs> she was just like, I don't want you smoking the drugs that make you go high. <laughs> you're, like, what about, you're like, so only downers then? <laughs> only, All right, mom, only downers. Heroin and crack. <laughs> um, she goes on that date. She survives the two-man bobsled. I, I mean, that was just him showing off that he can drive a bobsled. I think so. Right? I mean, I don't think Tag's a that bad person. That wasn't his person. first time. 
he's like he's not super cocky. I think he knows that he's good looking and good at things, but uh, they're just not compatible. No, no, because they're definitely yeah. On the third date, he does take her to that restaurant, a steakhouse, a steakhouse, and she was like, and he specifically, and that disgusts her because she's vegetarian. He's like, I want a steak so rare I could uh, that a good vet couldn't bring it back to life. Exactly, which is actually a great way to order that. I would, <laughs> I, I do like me a rare steak. That rare though, if that's it's so scary. Good, if it's good quality beef, I wouldn't mind. I, the rarer the better. But if I'm at Applebee's. You're not going to get it Cook like it that. through, baby. Yeah, yeah. please. No they blood, don't even ask. Please. They go, pink or no pink. <laughs> and he points at the, there's like a, a deer head yes. on the wall. And she's like, oh, that's a. Uh, that's that, Bambi. That's Bambi. And he was like, yep, I shot that one. And she's disgusted. She's freaking the hell out. Although it should be more respectable. As a vegetarian, she should not like the factory farming system of America. So she shouldn't un- like let people shop at stores. Here's a man who's killing and hunting and cutting his own beef mm-hmm. and meat um she should probably actually like that a little bit more i think she's just uh a bit she just needs to be she needs to be honest with herself she's oh. still flying through, through and through teeth. yeah yeah because like, even jimmy o yang tells her he's like he's a real meat and potato kind of guy and he wants his girl to be a meat and potatoes kind of guy and she's like well then i'll eat the potatoes yep no girl be just be who you are be grounded get a salad yes get a salad straight up say i'm pretty sure he'll be fine if you say from the get like yo I'm a vegetarian. I'll get all this out. Yeah, why wouldn't she say that? I because she's she's not used to it. She just wants to do everything to get with tag. Yeah, the things we do for the ones we love. Mm, that 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 ain't love, dude. It's lust. Exactly. It's all just about looks. Looks. <laughs> no, for for them, for for her. Um, they do go on a date, and he drives her home, tag, mm-hmm. and they have a nice little kiss in the car. Um, and then she walks back in, and that's. I believe where she we find the scene about the candles. And wait, real quick, she hates the kiss because she could taste the meat on his lips. Oh, that's, that's why she that's wasn't gross. digging it. Oh. Yeah. Did he not drink anything after the meal or anything? Probably not. Probably He's like drink eating water. the leftovers in the car. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and that's when we find out about the candles. How Jimmy makes candles. Um, yeah. In his basement, and men scented candles. Mm-hmm. If you could make a candle that would be scented, uh. Mm. Ode of Christian. What are the things that would make that scent you? <laughs> you just smell like my cologne, I guess. I'm going to say a little bit of your cologne. Maybe, maybe some hair product. My, de- my deodorant. A little bit of hair product deodorant. I don't know what I smell without like without my body wash, without all that stuff. And then, uh, and then you know like the secret scent, right? That they always sneak in into the candles to make you like really not know what it is. Your secret scent? What would it be? Old fried oil. I get because that. Because when you come out, because your mom cooks all the time, sometimes you Dude. get the cooking smell on you. Yeah. That would be my secret underlying smell in your candle. It bleeds into my skin yeah, and I get self-conscious. Yeah. Like, do I smell like fish when yeah. I go out? I smell like um, pasta. I get that. Yeah. She yeah. gets a lot of carbs up in yeah. this thing. Yeah. But. <laughs> I was talking about myself. Oh, you. Yeah. You would smell like pasta? I think I smell like pasta. I could believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad smell. I don't know if there's a market for it. But I don't think there is. I'm glad that his dad, though, like later on, he's just so supportive of, of it. Of course his dad would love the candle that smells like his dad, because the dad has a whole moment talking about the grandfather to Natalie, and like yeah. has a real close connection to his father, which is very evident. That was a nice scene. So when he does find the candle and smells, he's like, oh my god. He's like, this smells exactly like, like grandpa. Like that, of course his dad loved it. I like, was hoping, I was hoping he'd cry. I was no. at the precipice of tears, and I was hoping his dad... And they would show old Asian men don't cry. They, I know, I've which is why it makes ne- it so emotional. Never when seen an it old Asian man cries once, it's a rare thing, making it that much more. Old beautiful. Asian men cried once. It was when they lost the war, and then never again. 
<laughs> they just hide their tears. After that, they just hide their tears, man. <laughs> I hear they have tear duct removal surgery in uh, Asia. There's already not enough skin and shit to remove from Asian men's eyes. They're doing more removals. <laughs> yeah, but it's on the inside. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and actually, technically part of your nose, the tear ducts are on your nasal cavity. Mm. Um, um, but I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. Uh, they do make a great reference to Love Actually. Yes. Which I kind of called out when you sent me the two movies we were potentially going to do this year. I suggested it, yeah. It was Love Hard and Love Actually. And looking at the two pictures side by side, I was like, oh, they have very similar fonts. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to come back later. And it really does. They do the whole sign thing. But their signs are way better. In this movie? Yes. Because I... they're funnier. And they do the Mormon callback where he's like, tell them it's Mormons. And the dad hates when the Mormons <laughs> so come to upset. the door. Tell them to go away. Yeah, we're not converting. We're not going to convert. <laughs> uh, and then he does like, he plays like a song and he like talks to her and shit like that. And yeah. that was, that was when I fell in love with Jimmy I O. Yang. I did not like that scene. I did That's the cringy part for you? Yeah, I don't know. I just it just didn't really work for me. Like the way she was doing it. Like I just did not feel that part. I think she could have she could have told him it was him all along a different way. I don't know how. But like for all the different ways that they built up tension, like the whole engagement party. Yeah, yes, the, the surprise engagement party at the steakhouse that Tag's parents own. I had to pause so many times. That one was very confusing. That was, first of how all, stupid is Tag? So dumb. Like, okay, yeah, let's throw oh, this engagement party. Oh, the bride yet. And it's but, like, we'll do it. You didn't hear them all cheer when they walked in? Right? Yeah. They congratulate Natalie. And they're like, why are they congratulating you? And she was just like, oh, I was like the 1,000th uh, customer. Oh, the 400, at the, Yeah, the 4,000th customer at the supermarket. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then she does this grand speech at the end where like Tag's parents are watching and everything. Well, the whole city's there. Yes. Yeah. The whole city, which has a population of about 100. Yes, they do say that, yeah. All up in that thing. And she is like, all right, this entire... And really just throws Jimmy O. Yang under the bus. Yeah, for sure. Like, no, there's no need for that public She speech. takes no... Well, I was going to say credit, but no, like, responsibility yeah. for any of the shit that she's done. Because, as, we, as Jimmy points out to her, she's doing just what he's doing. He's, he's pretending to be somebody else that she's mm -hmm. not. She's faking all these things to try and get a guy. And what do you think is going to happen? When, when they do find out. I like when they explain that to the old people on how to use dating apps. And they're that like, was a great scene. Can I, I don't want to tell them I'm in a wheelchair. And they'll be like, tell them you roll around a lot. You roll around with the homies. Yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> what if I don't want them to know that I have Parkinson's? Like, oh, I'll just say I'm always on the move. And it's like. <laughs> how about Hank over there who is bedridden? That, okay. So that part made me. That was the funniest part about it. Because I was like, why is that guy in the dining room? Because they're in like the, the rec room of the old people's yes. home. And he's just like. Like about to die, and they're just Boop. like for his profile. Boop. Just say Hank is more of like a stay in type of guy. Uh, and Jimmy's like, look, you can't do that. You gotta like be honest with yourself. You don't want to start a relationship on a precipice of. And lies. there's a beautiful backtrack because he's indirectly talking to Natalie, right? And about himself, yeah. And about himself, he's saying like, you know, honesty is key, so on and so forth. It's beautiful. And then once he's done with his speech, the lady's like. So how do you spell curvy with an E-Y or a Y? And they just go back to their dating app. That's also the same lady who's like, how do you tell them you're not into long-term things? And Jimmy was like, <laughs> I think that kind of comes, that's kind of a given. Yeah, because um, <laughs> they're all fucking old. They're old people's homes. I think that was the funniest scene yeah. in the movie. Yeah, that was good. They did Easily. a good job with that one. Especially because that was the most like heartfelt one because they're both learning. That was Jimmy's speech, right? Yes. And then later on, Natalie does her speech and you can kind of see how they Oh, when she's grown. writing her paper and all yes, that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so Jimmy does actually kind of man up a little bit by the end of it and doesn't want to take her shit. 
Yeah. Right? Especially after that big speech in front of the city. Yeah. It just throws him under the bus. So as she was going to, or actually at that party, her boss shows up. Yeah. yeah. So her boss is there and her boss is like, where are my pap- your papers, please? Like a Nazi oh, he's, cop. He's a Gestapo now. Yes, yeah, your papers, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> and uh, she's just like, look, I'm, uh, this is what's going on. And then he kind of like figures out the whole scam. And he's like, this is great. He's like, you got you to gotta write about this. And she didn't really, I couldn't figure that part out. She didn't want to write about it anymore. Or she wanted Maybe to- she was just too hurt from it. Like she was so vulnerable for that, ashamed, embarrassed that she was just caught up in front of the entire city that that's hard to write about and then obviously she eventually does and in the way where she's not shitting on the other guys like she did in the past papers she did right she shits on herself she shits on herself man yeah yeah and very lou reed of her <laughs> disgusting yeah lou reed i remember you to have people told shitting on me him. that yeah yeah um but she it's like it was like the typical rom-com wrap-up I what before we get to that wrap up part I just want to say she kind of like puts Jimmy on blast with the note and the candles yeah like that was that, that I do oh kinda, on the table in front of all the I do think that's kind of fucked up though. yo just text well not yeah yeah definitely the note's fine leave him the note but she did not have to put his candles out he already explained to her how nervous he is to tell his family about the candles and she's like one more thing before I leave well what she also did which is fucked up is she lit all of the candles yeah he can't different sell, scents he can't sell those now you got rid of his inventory it's gonna smell like shit you bitch <laughs> so now it smells like grandpa it smells like fresh cut grass yeah fresh cut grass and like other manly scents fart old spice mm-hmm. not showering nut showers <laughs> stuff like that um it smells bad in that room and then she does her whole speech when she's typing up and it, it's a good moment it's a good so you liked the whole love actually ending i did like that part more than her narrating the speech yeah yeah it was all kind of cheesy for me that's a rom-com yeah you're right maybe i was just sobering up at the, toward the end of the movie and I, I was just starting to realize whoa this is not that good <laughs> I, did, I like i said you know i did not think this would be a movie i would pick to watch on my own but watching it here you know it isn't that bad it's a fun rom-com it's, it's a good a, introduction into the holiday season. got some christmas to it you know but not too much christmas it's not a lot right yeah yeah but well, uh, actually it's actually quite a bit of Christmas. Well, yeah, the entire movie <laughs> is a lot of Christmas, but it's not like as much Christmas as Jingle All the Way or like tentpole that, classics. Those take place on Christmas. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We yes. don't actually see Christmas here. I'm glad we don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. at the end, um, and they're actually opening up presents together. Because they love, his Jimmy O. Yang's family loves presents, and she's there with them opening presents it's and stuff. Big and- deal. And then even the brother, he gains the respect of his brother and all that stuff. I don't know. Why? Why the fuck does his brother come around? Why do they give bad people redeeming qualities at the end of movies? His brother should have just stayed Mm. an asshole. What do you... You think he shouldn't have, like, a a change of character? Well, what was the change? Because all we see is he's on this, like... He's, like, at night on his laptop drinking Red Bull trying to figure out who Natalie is. You're right. He's doing all of these things to try and, like, undermine the relationship and figure out what's going on to the point where when he meets her boss, he learns everything about her. But we don't see that conversation. Just all we know is when that conversation's That's over, right. suddenly he cares about her. That's right. He so, understands why he why she's doing it. So did the boss, like, talk her up to Owen? Or did he talk shit about her to Owen and Owen felt bad? I think her boss obviously told Owen about who the real Natalie is and why she's there. She's probably there to get a story. Yes. And I think Owen liked that that just made that um, validated his suspicions about Josh not actually 
being, being in this her. relationship. So then shouldn't he, like, isn't that him winning the hand then? Shouldn't he just, like, double Owen down? Owen won the hand, yeah. 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 He should have just doubled down and been like, I, dude, I've been calling it the whole time. She's a fake. But instead, but he's I think like, later <laughs> on, I think when Natalie fell in, actually realized she was in love with Josh and not Tag is maybe when he res- uh, started to respect Josh. Was just like, okay, maybe you are this person that you... Post her speech? Post her speech, yes. When she throws Jimmy under the bus. Yeah, but maybe I think because Owen's like that's what I would have done. <laughs> From, yeah, yeah, you're right. I like her too. She's great. Yeah. No, but like the entire family heard that love actually speech at the end, right? That she gives for sure. Yeah, because they all walk out there and they're just you know standing. Well, she's standing. He's standing there, and then they're all like watching, and he's like, yeah. Who was the wife? Is she anybody that we should know? Which wife? The mom. Owen's wife. Oh no, Michaela Hoover. She's she's really fit. She had abs. She was in the Suicide Squad? Oh, I think she was um, Mongal. Oh! I'm almost positive she was Mongal. That makes sense, because she looks strong, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's hilarious. She's got a nice voice. Yes, I like... If it's really her voice. And this new girl, Nina. I don't know if I've ever seen her in any movie. Have you ever seen her in anything? No, she looks like almost... Almost like... uh, What's her name? The girl from Shameless? Yes! I thought that a lot! Like a a slightly older, like just a different Uh, shaped... Yeah, so, uh, uh, a shameless Jennifer Garner mix. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. her name? Nina something? Nina Dobrev. While we're on it, who's your best person on set? You know what? I actually I actually did think about this quite a bit. My answer is Herman Jimenez. Who's that? He's the director. Oh. I just okay. gotta give it give it give the Latin props, man. You know what? He did a really you good job. You know who produced this? Mick G. Mick G. Which is which when I saw that credit, I was just like he didn't. He like wrote a blank check and walked away. He did something. He's just his. He's slapping his name on it, right? That's that's it. Because there was no explosions. There was no birds flying. This there is was so no far fighting. away from like the babysitter or like this means war, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, or any of his other really intense action films that he does. I yeah. think the first Charlie's Angels was his. Oh right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give mine to Jimmy O Yang. Of course. Uh, because I think it's it's very it's very big for someone that is his typecast. To land a leading role. It's like getting more and more difficult. But his typecast isn't going to change because of this film. In fact, he may have just solidified it even more. Unless he does a Kumail Nanjiani, gets super ripped, and really becomes the look of a leading Asian man. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, but wouldn't that kind of defeat the whole thing that he's got going for him, which you said is kind of like that funny-looking guy? Yeah, so it depends on what he leans into. Because Kumail wasn't a funny-looking guy. He was just funny. Yeah. And then he got buff and now he's in the Marvel movies and mm-hmm. but he's still doing funny guy roles. Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think they should be exclusive, right? I think that <laughs> you should be able to date other people. Yeah, it should be an open relationship with you and your typecast. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm with you, sometimes I'm not, you know. <laughs> I think that Jimmy O Yang was able to play like a grounded character where he didn't always have to be funny. No, and and he wasn't always funny. He wasn't trying so hard to be funny the whole time like a lot of rom-coms will make the jokey character into yeah um but you know he, he did he did well with it he was pretty real like the fact that he was able to give like these uh big speeches at the end and like i actually cared for him as a character yeah he did a did a pretty solid job so he's my best person on set what would you rate his acting abilities for this like uh, on a scale of like in in the spectrum of like where i put leo and Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis, too. That's the barometer? It's Leo no, 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 and one no, no. Daniel they're Day-Lewis? On one, on so it's Leo and Daniel Day-Lewis. And then Larry the Cable Guy at the very end. Okay, well, first of all, Larry is in his name. 
He's, oh. he's in character all the time. Yeah, that's right. That is true. So it would be Leo and Dan- uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, Larry the Cable Guy right in the middle, where we don't, like, we kind of forget that he's a character and stuff. True. And then all the way on the end, the person who's not playing a character at all, Donald Trump, who's just like, that's just him. There's, he can't fake it even a little bit. It is just such a strong personality. It comes out in every way. He's, I would give him, like, a, a, a 6.5. So, like, mm. a few steps above Larry the Cable Guy. Nice, nice. How about you? Um... That's a solid vote. Yeah, I would put him in the category of not yet, but like Ryan Reynolds characters, because Ryan Reynolds pretty much plays the same character yeah. in all his films. Yeah. Um, but it's funny and it's good, and I never get tired of it. True. True. I don't think I'll get tired of Jimmy Yang. Not yet. No, he's he's still pretty fresh, man. Like after Crazy Rich Asian, after Silicon Valley. Yeah. Fun fact: He wasn't even supposed to be a recurring character. I love it when that happens. But they liked him so much. They're like, "Oh, keep bringing him back. Keep bringing him back." After that, uh, he got more prominent in his stand-up and got cast in more things. Yep. Crazy Rich Asians uh, really propelled his trajectory in his career, it and was now good. he's able to like. He had, uh, I think, a Netflix special yeah, recently, uh, it was, I, or was actually, it just it was a special? Hulu. No, I think it was on Hulu, actually. A Hulu special, yeah, which was special. like actually pretty funny, It man. wasn't bad. I watched it not expecting anything, and, and it mm-hmm. was he had some solid setups and punchlines. Like, yeah, he's good. Even his appearances on like talk shows, they're pretty solid. He's doing great. I'm happy for him as a fellow Asian who wants to break out of certain like typecasts and stereotypes. That's well, have I got awesome. a surprise for you? Coming in? No, I'm just kidding. James <laughs> O'Yang. It's actually just like a white guy. My name's James O'Yang. <laughs> um, rating? You want to rate me? Rate me. Uh, rate the movie. Rate I will it. rate, rate it right the movie. Uh, Three point five. Wow. Yeah. Is that a good? Wow. What do you mean? I mean, no. That's. I would say uh, my guess was going to be a three. I think a three is a solid, a solid move. I always feel like when we do a point five. It's just because we don't have the heart to give it that higher number because it's actually the lower one, right? Whenever I do like a 0.5, I'm always like, I want it to be a 4, but it's really a 3, so I give it a 3.5. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that makes sense. Well, I'm giving it a 3 because I'm a realist. Okay. Okay. 3.5. I mean, I was a little drunk when I watched this. 3.5 is a B minus. Yeah, that's not bad. Right? No, no, no. 3.5 out of 5, that's a C. It's a 7 out of 10 if you double it. No, I I didn't do that. I don't do math. (laughs) It's a fraction times 2. Fractions? (laughs) Um, um, I do like when they watch Love Actually and they're like, oh, that's the guy from uh, Game of Thrones. And he's yeah. like, no, it's the guy from Walking Dead. Oh, I love that movie. And she goes, I love that documentary. Oh, that documentary. Oh, this dumb girl. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Great <sighs> balls of Christmas. I think this was a great introduction to the holiday season. I'm man. ready for it, man. I'm ready to suck down some eggnog and wrap some presents and cut down a tree that will never regrow. Uh-huh. And just like really enjoy the system or the season. As the pagans involved, you know, they just really want, they want us to do Tell it. Tell us how you really feel. Well, Christmas is a bastardization of the winter solstice celebration that the pagans did that the Christians took over and made their own. Cool. Yeah. What I'm upset about is that my parents never actually laid out cookies or milk. What? They Christmas is about Jesus, not from Santa. The, exa- from the yeah. get, I always knew Santa wasn't real. They never. That's. Uh... Yeah. I always knew it was Jesus' birthday, though. Yeah. Because yeah. we have those like little uh, baby Jesus. The nativity so, action figures downstairs. That are up all year long. Yeah. Um, when she first finds out about Jimmy Young, she storms out and grabs the baby Jesus from the nativity scene and hits him with it. Yeah. That baby Jesus was lit up the whole time. Whoa, Did really? Did you notice that? So, like, no. Because usually in those like light up nativity scenes, like the baby Jesus is like has got a light up in him. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying. But, but he here, was still lit when he was lit up. the whole time, man. She's holding this baby and it's lit and it's just like, that baby's lit. Because it's holy. Ew, that baby Jesus was holy. Holy, holy, holy. I think holy, of that Justin Bieber song. Oh, oh yeah. <sighs> so what do you want for Christmas, pal? I don't know yet, man. You know. haven't told Santa? No. You gonna write him a letter? No. Have might... you been good this year? I think I've been naughty. 
You're going to be put on the naughty list just for saying that. I've been naughty Santa. Naughty. How about you? I just, uh, I would love for Christmas for Santa to let all the elves out and make their own decisions. Let them make their own lives. They need to figure it out. Like, they need to pull a Will Ferrell, be able to travel to New York. Yeah. Or what about that elf from Rudolph who wanted to be a dentist? Mm. Clearly, they don't all want to make shoes. Yeah. Or toys. Let them think for themselves. Freedom. Freedom. That's what this movie's about, guys. Elf freedom. Mm -hmm. If you've watched Love Hard on Netflix, know that that's what it's about. The real underlining. Not about honesty. Not about being yourself. Nope. Not about about having an honest, true relationship with the person you love. It's the uh, the emancipation of all elf elves. Yeah. Elf. Elf. Elfdom. Yes. Elfdom. The the kingdom of elfdom. We don't know what we're saying, baddies. No, we've actually lost it, and we're really bad at ending things. But But, uh, (laughs) this is the proper dismount, I believe, and it's time to get out of here. We love you, baddies. I also love you, but more than Christian, but a little bit less than Christian. That makes zero sense. I love you in, in a good way, and <laughs> I always will, and we'll see you for the rest of the holiday season. Yeah, guys, check us out on ICBTB Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Check out Christian on Instagram at uh, Christian as Asmar. Yeah. Um, go to our website at ICBTB.com. Those are, maybe spell it all. Maybe you don't know how to spell com. Uh, dot C-O-M. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, send us an email, ICBTBpodcast at yahoo.com. Send us your favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. Uh, maybe even send us a Christmas present, gift cards, or like pictures of your feet. That's all stuff we would like. We'll take it. Big feet. Small feet. Hairy wide feet. feet. Clean feet. Small feet. Dirty feet. Wide feet. Pedicured feet. Yeah,